Lou and Matt for breakfast. The Borders 105.7 Triple M. Welcome to the Catch Up Podcast. Uh, Lou, there's something very important I have to do first. This has nothing to do with the show. Couldn't you have gone to the toilet before? <laughs> this is something How I would awkward. usually... This is actually something I would do on the toilet, and that is oh. check in on uh, Britney's conservatorship. Because I'd, <laughs> I'd sit on my phone, Lou, and I'd go, all right, what's I Britney know, so disgusting, Matt. <laughs> on the phone, on the right. toilet. Um, no word yet on whether Britney's free. No? Uh, free Britney, Lou. I mean, it's gone. It's Leave Britney alone. She's like in servitude at the moment. Poor, and, um But anyway, no Britney. news um, as of so 10 o'clock Friday morning. So glad you're keeping us across the really important information. How many Thank people you. are protesting outside of the court and everything? At Britney's place. At Britney's uh, court um, appearance and stuff. I don't know like, how many people, Matt. I haven't heaps. been watching that. You've clearly been following this story very, very carefully. I'm, I, I admit, I'm, um, I'm, you know, it's funny. Um, I watch. Um, uh, a lot of kind of hard news shows from America especially and um, they've all been covering it but you get that classic thing that the hard news people do of saying stuff like, um, oh, I haven't been following this at all but blah, blah, blah and then they'll ask but they the know it, the And they know everything yeah, about it. Yeah, it's yeah. exactly like that. Mm. <clears throat> now, I haven't, uh, you know, heard of Britney for about 10 years but... <laughs> And then they go into exhaustive detail about what's happening with the Britney Spears. So I'm a little bit like that, Lou. Um, I've, um, you know, I don't follow pop culture. I'm far too smart for that. I read books. Um, But when was the last time you read a book? I bought into this. Yeah, I'm on YouTube nowadays. That's a try. That is not reading a book. I know. I used to read books, and now I'm on YouTube. I reckon my 15-year-old reads more books than you, only because he has to because they have to read them at school. In between video games, he'd be forced to read books. Yeah, and (laughs) YouTube. Anyway, as soon as it happens, as soon as uh, the decision's made, you... Oh, will you break into our regular programming just to to let us know exactly? Because I know it's going to change my life. Whatever happens with Brittany. We could be playing a song on Monday, and if it happens then, I'll stop the song, Lou. I'll come in and I'll say, Fab. stop. And, it is, well, it helps that our boss is away for two weeks. Yeah. So, yeah, so <laughs> do so, what I want. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, I'll look forward, look forward to it. It'll be great. <laughs> anyway, um, what did we do today? We did a bunch of what stuff. What did we do? We did some great stuff. All right. Have a listen. And, of course, that was from the 1980s, 1987 to be exact, and we're celebrating the decade voted by you as the GOAT, the greatest of all time in rock, the 1980s. We're going to play all 80s all day. Lou, what's the um, thing you miss most about the 1980s? Hmm, my waistline. (laughs) Honestly. (laughs) How old were you in the 80s? I was, well, in 1984, for 1985, I was 21. Oh, yeah, yeah. You would have been on so fire was, in the 80s. Yeah, so it was peak, you know, like yeah. fashion, going out, all that sort of stuff yeah. for me in the 80s. Now, for me, it was a little different because I was a kid in the 80s. Yeah. So I was born in 76. So the thing that I miss most about the 80s was zero responsibilities <laughs> and just living life as a kid in the 80s in Australia, which was bloody awesome. It was bloody awesome. How many times did your parents say to you, this will be the best time of your life? <laughs> yeah, and you're so like, oh, what's true. so good about being a kid? <laughs> so true. Everything. Now, I caught up with uh, a mate of mine, a uh, mate of ours, a mate of the show, I'm in um, down at Auto Pro there on Drome Street, just opposite the Bunnings. And I asked him the same question. What does he miss most about the 80s? Here's what he said. Simplicity. It was so much more simple. I was driving home the other night thinking... Just looking around and there was 
just people and cars everywhere and just everyone on their phones and just, yeah, I just went, wow, I miss the 80s. It was so simple. Oh, man, especially around uh, where you are. I mean, yeah. it's like back in the 80s, some of your stories you probably couldn't tell. No, 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 none. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, the 80s where you could get away with a whole lot more, Lou. <laughs> I know. It's pretty a pretty amazing time. We talked to Bo earlier too and asked uh, asked him what he missed about the 80s the most. Probably the hair. Oh, see? How, what was your hair like in the 80s, Bo? Oh, I, I had the big... Uh, the, the big blonde flat top. Oh, really? <laughs> like Iceman. Like, <laughs> yeah, Iceman or, or the dude out of Rocky IV. Oh, oh I love Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> you can just imagine it, can't you, Lou? Oh, yes. Can I ever? And, of course, we've been uh, following this story, Lou, of a local in Thaguna winning $1.4 million. Oh. Lucky, lucky. Um, but it was on Saturday and there was no news of them coming forward. Uh, all they knew is that it was uh, someone in, who bought it in Thaguna. Uh, then yesterday we found out from the, the lottery people that they did, in fact, eventually come forward. So what we know, of, obviously they don't give names or anything out, Lou, but it was mm. purchased from the uh, Thaguna Plaza News and Lotto and the winner said um, that she's speechless. She had no idea at all. She said, apparently, this is a direct quote, the search for the mystery lotto winner has been on the news and radio. Yes, it has. But I had no idea. I came to the news agency to get my ticket for the weekend and thought I'd better check the ones I had. Then they told me I could be the winner they'd been looking for. One million things, quite literally, are going through my head right now. It's really overwhelming, she said. In a beautiful way. Yeah. She said, I can probably buy this house I've been dreaming about oh, buying nice. for a long time. I'll be able to help my parents and my children. I might even get myself a new car. Get in contact with me if you want some advice. <laughs> Yeah, right. Spend 500 grand on the car and the rest you can dole out. No, I don't. <laughs> so yesterday we decided to give Vicky from Thaguna Plaza News and Lotto a call and see how excited she was about it. Have a listen. We're so happy about it. This is our fourth First Division winner we've sold, so we're on fire. You are on fire. <laughs> Gosh, next time there's a, a good jackpot, you guys will be inundated with people wanting to get their tickets from the lucky agency. Well, I do hope so. <laughs> <laughs> and Vicky, it was a great little story. So she um, she had no idea. She wasn't following the news or anything. So she literally didn't know that she'd won. And then she just came in to buy some more tickets. Is that right? And then you just said, oh, well, we should check the ones that you've already bought. Oh, people come in, they buy each week, and then they check them the following week when they get their next lot. Yeah, okay. So so a regular lotto buyer, which is nice. Yes, which she, is lovely. Yeah. Yep, yep, definitely um, nice. How yep. exciting is it when you're the news agency? Oh, look, the it. week has just been buzzing. It's been fantastic. Every person has bought in their old tickets to be checked. <laughs> Even if they were bought at other stores, they still thought if they checked them here, they could be the winner. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's so good. Yeah, it was lovely. But, yeah, it's a... It's a good dumb conversation point, isn't it, really? Oh, definitely. Yeah. And everyone wants to suddenly everyone find wants out that they're a million dollars richer. Like, <laughs> what, what, what a surprise that yeah. phone call's got to be. 1.4 million. It's oh. just divine, isn't it? It's sort of not enough that it's going to really upset your life, but it's going to set you up nicely, yeah. isn't yeah. it? Yes, right. absolutely. I'm just putting a note here. Buy lottery ticket at Faguna. All right. That's I've, the boy. <laughs> Thanks, Vicky. Thanks, well Matt. Thanks, Lou. It's time to talk O&M footy 
with uh, 2016 Morris medalist and current Brockborough Saints player in the Hume League, Big Matty Sider. Matty, good morning. Morning, Matt. Morning, Lou. How are we? Yeah, yeah great. Good. All right. Well, uh, let's just get your quick tips on a few before we get to uh, the game of the round because that's a juicy clash and you see, uh, very I want to talk about hard. it. All right, so let's start with uh, the Raiders and Albury at uh, Burley. Albury will win that one comfortably. Uh, bear in mind, he hates the Raiders, Luke. I so. hate them. All. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how about uh, Yarrawonga North Albury? Yarrawonga will flog North Albury. That's yep, but that'll win by a fair bit. Yeah. Uh, Lavi Wang, um, Lavi reigning premiers, got fighting for final spot. So this could be a good game, but I think Wang will get it done. And uh, obviously, Murdoford, you'd think would get the win uh, at home against Corowa. Yep, I agree with that. Murdoford will beat Corowa. And but the I game of the round. Oh, I can't believe this is the game dog. of the round, but it is. Yeah, it is. Doggies, beware of the dog. They're um, two on the trot. Young group starting to believe in themselves up against Rovers, who, look, they're like, getting attacked every single week. They're sitting close to the top of the ladder. They're missing a few players from up north due to COVID. So they're right for the picking. So, yeah, let's dogs, dogs just buy a couple of points in a really good game. Right for the picking. I love it. And it'd be three in a row, which hasn't been done for how long, do you reckon? Oh, a long time. A long, long time. I think we won three in a row in 2015 to start the season and then didn't end up making finals. Like, we come six mm. a couple of years in a row when I was back there. But, yeah, yeah so, look, doggies can play finals and it's the longest... Um, finals drought for the o and I think it's 13 years doggies haven't played wow. in, the, in September so oh, go Wodonga go Wodonga indeed now oh, how's yeah. uh, what, now what's your game on the weekend how are you looking the Brock Burham Saints we we've won a couple on the trot so we this will finish up we play Murray Magpies so this Ooh. is the 11th round so now we will have played everyone yep. so you sort of see where you sit now and we're third or fourth on the ladder thank okay. God we after a little stumble at the start. But, yeah, so hopefully we get it done tomorrow and, yeah, have a now, weekend off next week. Big Matty, um, the Border Mail did something a little cruel um, at oh, the start was... of the week. They added up all of the goals from all of the the three um, – it would have been the three games, right? It would have been the series, yeah. the seconds and the thirds. And yep. and uh, it added up to, like, 57 goals for um, Osborne and zero for the Murray Magpies across the three Games that yeah, was a bit cruel, but the Murray Magpies are in trouble, are they, Matty? What's what's happening there? They are in a little bit of trouble. They've been the cellar dwellers for a while now, um, but unfortunately for them, they came up against probably the strongest club in the last twenty years in Osborne in the Hume League. Their juniors, right from fourteens, thirds, seconds, all the the way they feed up the grades. Uh, no one does it better. So look. Osborne are so, so strong. Magpie is struggling a little bit with some injuries and other things, but this wasn't a pretty day, and oh, I didn't need to be highlighted like that. <laughs> no, no, that was, it was confronting, that's for sure. Mm. All right, so, anyway, big I, weekend I, I of footy. I don't get a goal this weekend either. I don't. Next week, next game they play, they can get as many goals as they want. <laughs> Good on you. Harsh but fair. Yeah. Matt Sider, always a pleasure to chat with you. We'll talk to you next time. Thanks, Lou. Thanks, Matt. Now let's go back a little, a little bit, Lou. A couple of weeks ago, shall we? It's time over to a regional centre. It's finished with the Blues winning fifty points to six. Oh, what a win! 
It's a very subdued announcement, though, wasn't it? Oh, 50 points to six. Oh, did you hear the crowd? It was up in Townsville, of course, to a preview game two, which is in a very dodgy way, Lou, still in Queensland. The one and only Mike Eden, New South Wales Rugby League legend, joins us. And, Mike, it's dodgy that it's game two still in Queensland, isn't it? Well, we've got to give them a little bit of hope. Is that what it is? No, no, nothing to do with the fact that uh, there's COVID happening in Sydney at the moment, so they won't be playing any games there. No, probably correct. However, you will be wanting it to go back to the 80s because that's when Queensland dominated, and this is an era <laughs> of New South Wales dominance coming up, and, and I just can't see it being any different. Okay, well, it's, there's only on been Sunday. one game, so calm the farm. This is very interesting. 50, remember him two weeks I ago. I know. 50 to 6. It was it was an incredible <laughs> game, the last game for sure. I mean, Queensland were absolutely smashed by New South Wales. Um, but you were very, as Matt said, you were very <laughs> subdued about the whole thing. And in fact, I would go as far as to say that you uh, had almost lost hope for your New South Wales Blues. But I did tip New South Wales by 18. Yes, so you were wrong. And the truisms are true. You know, you're only as good as your last game. Well, And Queensland were very, very, very poor. Very ordinary. New South Wales were very good. Yeah. They've brought in a few changes. They've brought in an 18-year-old at fullback. Fullback is the most important position. Mm. James Tedesco is the best player in the world, uh, New South Wales captain, and they've brought in young Reese Walsh from the... New Zealand Warriors. He may, he may dazzle them. He may be a superstar. He may may be, and this will be his chance. He'll be wanting to prove himself. He'll be under enormous pressure. They'll be putting these bombs up. It'll be a lot of pressure, Lou. Mm. It'll be like Berlin in the Second World War. It'll just keep going up, and he'll have to catch them. Oh well, we'll have to wait and see. So it is. uh, It's on Sunday night, which is unusual because it's normally in the middle of the week. Yes, and no football this weekend. No Mm. NRL. Why is it not in the middle of the week? Everyone's having a buy. I got no idea. It's this is weird. it's as weird it as weird. playing all of these games in Queensland. Yeah, true. <laughs> no, it, it, you're right. It is actually a, a little bit strange. But anyway, look, fair play to you. Absolutely brilliant last time um, New South Wales were. So can't take that away in any way. But I think Queensland might regroup. All right. Now that's from a Queenslander. I think the only place <laughs> they'll regroup is at the Caxton before oh. the game. Oh, hello. Oh, Oh, he's even talking about local <laughs> Brisbane pubs now. Yeah. The Caxton Hotel, which is literally across from Lang Park. All right, so I want a score um, um, line from both of you. So what, what do you reckon it's going to be, Mike? Unfortunately, Jared Sutton has a seven game to eight. He's had eight games in uh, Lang Park as yes. referee, and Queensland have won seven. So that's going to be an issue. So I'm thinking <laughs> 24 to 10. 24 to 10, New South New Wales. South Wales. Wales. Yours, Lou? Oh, I'll just sure. swap it. <laughs> Ten to twenty-four, <laughs> Queensland way, and I'm I'm thinking it's going to be um, fifty-six to six, New South Wales. You could wow. be right. There's been blowouts, and I think uh, it'll be another blowout. They've brought in a, a few more aggressive players in the forwards, Queensland, so they might oh, turn it go. on back to Look, the eighties. Right. It's state of origin; anything could happen. So we'll just have to wait and see on Sunday. Very exciting times. Mike? Bring back the biff, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Eaton, local rugby league legend. Thanks, mate. We uh, will talk to you on Monday, win, lose or draw. Yep. Okay, guys, thank Slurred you. Slurred that. It's triple